I just wonder, uh, do you think it's a, a question of choice to be happy? You see, both these words, choice and happiness, belong to the same domain. Whenever the mind says that it wants to make a choice, and it is always choosing, selecting something and rejecting something, opting for something and discarding something. Whenever the mind says that it wants to make a choice, obviously the choice is intended to maximize happiness, directly or indirectly. So all choices are aimed towards happiness. You see? So if you are saying, is it a choice to be happy? All choices are made so that one may be happy. Even if you choose to be unhappy, in some way your happiness lies in being unhappy. Do you see this? Every single choice that the mind makes is in the direction of happiness, the perceived direction of happiness. This is what I think would make me happy, so I choose this. This is what I think would make me unhappy, so I what do you do with that which makes you unhappy? You reject it, right? So choice and happiness are in the same domain and you see how closely they are together. Hmm? You choose happiness. Alright? Yes. That is what the intention is to choose happiness. But what is it that happens? In spite of choosing happiness, deciding to be happy, trying to be happy, putting in efforts to be happy, does one remain happy? So we choose happiness and we do not necessarily get happiness. Even if we do get happiness, does that happiness last? Is that your experience? That happiness once obtained becomes permanent? Is that your experience? Is that what you have seen in life? No. Your life or the life around you, the world around you, have you seen that? No? So our choices are frustrated. In spite of choosing something, we end up getting something else. Would it not be interesting to investigate why that happens? Hmm? Should we go into that? Yeah. In spite of wanting happiness, why do we not get happiness? Is that something that we would want to explore together? Yes? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> you have to choose it, right? <laughs> Fine. It's a very common example, but always useful because it tells us of something. Two students are awaiting their examination results. We all have gone through the education system and some of us may have emerged from our education pretty recently. So two students are awaiting their examination results. Right? One is quite sure 
that she would pass. The other is uncertain and therefore tense. Hmm? One sleeps well and soundly on the eve of the results. The next morning the results are going to be declared. One of them is sleeping soundly. The other one is anxious, worrying, thoughtful. Hmm? What is she doing? Not able to sleep. Turning sides. Hmm? Next morning, both of them go. The relaxed one, who anyway knew that she would pass, and the tense one, who is having a harrowing time, wondering what the result might be. Both of them go and both of them discover that they have passed. Which of these two is going to become madly happy? Which of these two will go crazy with happiness? Yes. One was sure she would pass. The other was highly uncertain. In fact, she was probably thinking that she won't. Now both indeed do pass the examination. Which of them experiences greater happiness? The one who was tense, right? For the same event, for the same event, one experiences more happiness than the other, correct? We are investigating the nature of happiness. For the same happening, one mind experiences more happiness than the other, right? Which mind experiences more happiness? The mind that was tense, which means unhappy. Hence, to be happy, you first of all require to be. Do you see this? Do you see this? The deeper is your unhappiness, the deeper is your stress, the more easy it is for you to move into happiness. Happiness is experienced only in the background of tension, sadness, misery, worries. Hmm? You have not eaten anything since the morning, let's say. Hmm? You are empty, famished. And there is another one who is anyway getting a regular diet since the morning. Both of you get some good food in the evening. Which of the two is likely to binge, hmm? gulp down food as if it were her last meal? Which of the two? Hmm? There are two persons, one hungry, the other satisfied. Both of them are given a dish in the evening. Which of these two is going to feel happier eating the dish? Which of these two? The hungry one. 
do you see how necessary it is to be unhappy before you can be happy which of these two wanted the happiness more desperately the one who was satisfied with her meals or the one who had no meals since hours which of these two was really wanting meals which of these two the one who has no meals do you see who wants happiness who wants happiness the one who does not have happiness the one who is sad desire for happiness is a clear proof of unhappiness and if you are unhappy you will surely get happiness the deeper is your sadness the more is the chance that you will soon be very happy the deeper is your sadness the more is the probability that you would soon be very happy do you see this so if you want to be happy the trick is simple become deeply sad become deeply sad and soon you will find that you are experiencing heavenly happiness happiness let's repeat can be experienced only in the background of its dualistic opposite this is the basic law of duality that all that the mind experiences is experienced only against its opposite if you don't experience the opposite of something then you cannot experience that thing either can you take it hmm? so this whole thing about happiness arises from unhappiness the more unhappy you are the more desperately you will want to chase happiness now what do we do i'm asking you because it's a matter of choice i'm asking you if you have two options one chase happiness second drop the question of happiness drop the very topic of happiness which of these two would you prefer remember chasing happiness implies that you are you are unhappy so that is one option chase happiness which would mean that you will have to be unhappy to chase happiness the second is the very question of happiness does not arise what would that mean if the desire to eat is not arising what does that mean you are satisfied which of these two would you prefer you can have a long discussion on how to get happiness would you want that or would you want to rather drop the question of happiness do you see this dropping the question of happiness means that you now do not need happiness you are already full and when you are full that state is beyond happiness it is contentment that contentment in which happiness is no longer needed is called joy hmm? joy is not happiness joy is just an inner fullness hmm? in which you do not need happiness and you do not invite sadness are you getting it instead of asking for happiness 
it is probably more important to investigate what all we do to make ourselves sad to make ourselves feel as if happiness is lacking something is lacking and we need to get it hmm? chasing happiness is not very important what is important is to drop sadness we clutch sadness and the result of that is happiness you cannot be too sad for too long either you will pass away die or you will become very happy only two things can happen after deep sadness hmm? yes let's say my shoe is quite tight i am wearing a shoe that is one size smaller than my fit right and i walk up to the railway station and walk down and again go and again go and i have been doing that all day how will i feel when i get rid of that shoe in the evening i come back and i remove that shoe how do i feel <laughs> i feel a heavenly pleasure ah finally relieved finally relieved like the pleasure you feel after emptying your bladder when you have not been getting any place to pee since hours ever been through such a situation four hours you want to relieve yourself and you can't get a suitable place and then finally you do get a place seen how pleasurable that is such pleasure is experienced only because first of all you have experienced agony hmm? so do not call it a pleasure at all not at all a pleasure hmm? instead of chasing pleasure see how agony can be dropped that is far better right you see we talk of happiness but actually mankind is a lover of sadness in a hundred ways we stick to sadness though we talk of happiness as if we really want to be happy hmm go to anyone and you ask him choose happiness or sadness and what would he or she say happiness but when you look at the lives of people around what do you see them doing are their actions for happiness or sadness the intention is happiness but the action is towards sadness Yes, and that is because we are not watchful of our thoughts and actions. We do not see how we are contributing to our sadness. And once we are sad, then we say we want happiness. Yes, let's rather not be sad. Let's use this opportunity to reflect on what we do. to retain our sadness what is sadness sadness is a feeling that something is missing what all do we do to reinforce that feeling that something is missing from life something is wrong with life yes if we can honestly go into that then that would be something far deeper and 
longer lasting than happiness if we are not together then you will ask or you will just say that such and such things were not quite clear i am speaking so that we may move together on this so that you may understand if you are not understanding then the purpose of speaking is not being fulfilled so if there is anything that remains unclear please mention that Is this clear? Gone deep enough? So why why is that that we hold on to that sadness? You see, we are born as limited beings. Hmm? We just said that sadness is the feeling that something is missing from life. We are born as a limited body. The mind has limited thoughts. Whenever the mind experiences limitations. it feels obviously that what is outside those limits is missing you see i am this body anything outside of this body i will perceive as missing so there is a beautiful jacket there and here is the body the body feels it is justified in saying that it is missing that because that is outside of the limits of the body similarly the mind thinks and all thought is limited hmm immediately it feels it is missing something it is our nature to not to stop before perfection it is our nature to not to be settled with anything less than perfection and given our limitations our physical and mental limitations it is obvious that perfection is not available to this limited organism hmm? so you feel something is missing right you might be tall there are people who are taller you might be beautiful there are people who are apparently more beautiful you may have a sharp intellect there are people who have an even sharper intellect you might be rich there are people richer hmm? your car may be long there are people who have jets so wherever you are there is always a limit and beyond that limit is something that you don't have so you feel it is missing so the element that i am missing something is a direct product of being born the moment you are born it is guaranteed that you will feel that you are limited and hence deprived of something missing something it is the nature of the mind to miss it is not your nature human beings have a very special ability and that ability is to be able to know the mind had we just been the body 
we would have been justified in saying that missing is our nature. Had we been just the mind, we would again have been justified in saying that missing is our nature. But we have a great power and that power is the ability to watch the functioning of the mind, to know how the whole thing moves. The moment you see how the whole thing moves, you are not that thing. Hmm? So now that thing may have a limitation, but you don't have a limitation because you are not that thing. To be able to know what is going on really in your mind and life is to be able to go beyond that happening. Are you getting it? We can know, we can realize what is going on. We can see that the poor old mind is playing its old game. The moment you see that, you are no more subjected to the limitations of the mind. Then you say, ah, it's the mind's limitation, not mine. Ah, the body is tired, not me. Ah, the body is getting old, not me. The mind is feeling anxious or possessive or jealous or afraid, not me. Do you see this? So now, who had the limitations? The body had the limitations. Who had the limitations? The mind had the limitations. And what are you saying? You are saying, oh, these limitations belong to the body. These limitations belong to the mind. These limitations do not belong to me. So you have gone beyond the limitations. Hmm? And the body and mind will always have limitations. You may enhance your personal self as much as you want to. But remember that it would still be limited. The richest man on earth would still find that his wealth can be summed up in one particular number. And that number is limited. It is not infinite. There can be a number greater than that number. Which means whatever you have in this world will always give you only limitations and therefore sadness because we have defined sadness as the feeling that there is something missing in life, that the life is limited. The more you attach and associate yourself with stuff in the world, the more you are inviting sadness. For example, you say that if you bring something to your house, you will get happiness. Don't we feel that way often? If this piece of furniture comes, I'll be happy. And indeed, you are happy for a while. But very soon you discover that there is something better than that piece of furniture in the market or worse still, in the neighbor's house. Now that same thing that was intended to give you happiness becomes a daily reminder of sadness. Don't you see that? Hmm? Yes. Look at how relationships are. We often marry the best man possible. The marriage was intended to make us happy. 
but that same relationship often becomes the greatest source of misery for both the partners that which you choose as an agent of happiness turns out to be the harbinger of sadness don't you see this because it is limited whatsoever is limited whatsoever is there in the world and the world only has limited things whatsoever is limited will only give you sadness why because you expected happiness from it you expected perfection from it that it cannot give you see what happens with a friend or with a lover when the relationship is nascent young hmm? don't we expect and also find perfection in the heydays of a love affair does not the partner look almost like mr right or miss perfection does he or does he not and it seems that he will deliver the goods this one is the right one this one has all that would take to keep me happy you have loaded that man or woman with unrealistic expectations he belongs to the world and everything in the world is limited so that man or woman is also going to be limited your expectations will not be fulfilled and then immediately your happiness will turn into sadness whatever you do for the sake of happiness ultimately makes you sad that is how we keep inviting sadness hence sadness stop wanting happiness because whatever you will think will make you happy will just end up making you sad, sad. drop this quest for happiness you already have something more important and more precious than happiness each one of us here is so rich that she does not need petty things like pleasure and happiness it is in fact a disgrace an insult if we ask for happiness it would be like a billionaire asking for 100 euros you are already a multi billionaire now why do you want some petty stuff why are you wasting yourself begging for small ticket items like happiness you are so big you must ask for something equally big why are you asking for little things and not only are you asking for little things when you don't get those things you behave as if you have lost something great imagine a billionaire crying because he has lost 2 euros that's what the condition of mankind is the fellow is yelping 
loudly tears and wails and you ask him what has happened I lost 10 euros how much do you have 2000 billion and he feels he has lost a fortune that's our condition hmm? so many multi-billionaires sitting here and asking for sir how do we earn 10 euros you really want that Hmm? <laughs> All right, except Carlos, does anybody want that? <laughs> the truth is, not even Carlos wants that. <laughs> right? None of us wants. We all are one. <laughs>